Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. I want, I want to give you a news flash this morning. These are some crazy, crazy times. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. We got the pandemic. COVID-19, people wearing masks, some people not. (laughs) We've got racial divide like no other. Riots in the streets. People breaking into things because somehow that relates like unity. That's what that leads to. You know that. A rock through a window equals unity, right? But we have this racial divide going on. I've heard about this Sahara dust ball thing. What in the world is going on? <laughs> and then they had the murder hornets, which got forgotten. And I'm telling you, I, I believe wholeheartedly the powers that be just said, okay, so those didn't work. Let's send trillions and trillions of gnats out this year. <laughs> and that is the worst of all of the plagues we're dealing with. You all know what I'm talking about. You step outside, it's just like, it's crazy. It is genuinely just crazy. And uh, it was uh, Henry and Caroline, I think, or it was Michael, Paul, and Stephanie, one of y'all. Y'all told me the other night about a meme, and I looked it up, and it's hilarious because it's so true. It said, awesome. I've always wondered what it was like to live during the times of Civil War, Spanish Flu, Great Depression, Civil Rights Movement, Watergate, and the Dust Bowl. Not all at once, mind you, but, you know, beggars, choosers, and all. (laughs) and it genuinely feels like just chaotic right now but though we live in crazy times we live in amazing times we live in really really divine powerful good times very powerful divine perfect times I just want you to close your eyes this morning I want you to put your hand on your chest, on your heart. And I just want to, I want you to feel yourself breathe in and breathe out. Just feel that breath, feel that heartbeat. It's the Father who designed you for this day. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I set you apart. This is not happenstance that we all exist and breathe today, and I don't care if you're six months old, five years old, 65 years old, 165 years old. You have such purpose in this day, and you were designed not just because whatever, but for this moment. And for this day, you can open your eyes now. It is a truth that we have got to, we have got to walk in. It is a truth. It seems super simple. It seems like glass is half full kind of talk, like these are good times. 
all right? So happy to be alive right now. But something Yahweh brought to my attention that I think is so powerful is you think about when Yeshua came to this planet. When Yahweh saw fit to send his son to this planet, you think today has racial divides? Mm -mm. You think that there's oppression, that there's corrupt government, that religion is an issue, that there's all this divide and no unity and things are really bad, people being burnt at the stake for their beliefs, and that you think it's bad here. There's things going on around the world. We're so small-minded. There are things going around the world that would make us look like kings, that we just have the lap of luxury. And it doesn't mean things are supposed to be better and things are supposed to get better. But Yeshua came to this planet. He realized this. I'm not here to uphold your agenda. I'm not here to overthrow what leadership you think is, is, is suppressing you and oppressing you. I'm here for my Father, and I believe that we have got to come into days and come into times and come into the realization of the reality and the truth of the kingdom. It's why I'm so passionate about us coming here, and I'm so passionate, and every single week, every time I try to get away from it, I feel the need to mention this political, excuse my language, crap out there right now that we have been drawn into, drawn into. The battle is the Lord's. Either you believe that or you don't. And there's a lot of people that are frustrated today. Can't find, why am I so frustrated? Why am I living in hate? Why am I constantly, it's because you weren't designed to swing a sword today. And all you're doing is swinging a sword. I want to give you another newsflash. He doesn't need you to fight his battles. He does not need your help. He does not need your post. He does not need your opinion. He needs your heart. Yeshua came and he didn't change any of those things. Nothing. As Leo says, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Leo, what do you want? Nothing. <laughs> and I think that we've... we've We've been really good, really, really, you know, the, the Bible tells us, and we, there's not probably not a church service that you've gone to since you were a little kid that didn't reference that the earth is groaning and travailing or that the earth is standing on tiptoe waiting for the, the suns to be revealed. And I think that, man, we learned in the natural through amazing teachings how to be a good son. We know about sonship. We know about honor. We know how to do a lot. And those are all amazing things. But I, I just feel that Yahweh is saying, like, the basics of sonship, the basics of sonship in this day with Yahweh is to understand that you didn't do anything. You went into the water one way. You came out of the water different. That Christ is in the very fiber of your being that his love rests on you. And the only thing you're doing, once, you've, once you said yes to that day, once you said yes to the guidance of Holy Spirit, anything else that you try to live is just going to be frustrating for you. I'm telling you, if you feel frustrated, I, I, I'm guilty too. I can read something and I know that's wrong. 
I know it's wrong. But the kingdom doesn't need our moral, cultural standards or our righteous, our cultural righteousness. It needs a people holy unto him, walking in relationship and bearing the image of not a political party, but the bearing the image of Christ, following the guidance and the truth of him. One thing have I desired of the Lord. I'm telling you, anxiety is because you have a one thing issue. That's what I've learned in my own life. My anxiety is because I'll have a one thing issue. And if I'll ever just take that step down the road, Henry, if I'll ever just set myself apart for a minute, I start to feel that sonship. I just feel that ring slipping on my finger. I feel the robe coming over me. I see my father sprinting way faster than I could ever run to me, having a heart for me. I I, I promise you, I want to get off this stuff. I do. I want to get off this whole political thing. And I don't want to be like, but I'm telling you, it is the thing that plagues this world right now. It is, it's bigger than anything else is the political fear mongering going on. It's the political fight that's going on that you were never designed to be a part of. And kingdom people, man, he's trying to set up families, trying to set up tribes that look different than everybody else. And the earth is not going, is not standing on tiptoe waiting for you to make the right political statement. It wants to see the image of Christ. It wants to say, oh, there's the DNA of someone that walked on me before that, that actually I came from this earth, this planet. I'm talking about the ground. You realize that God so loved the cosmos. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Not that you could have an opinion on the politics of this world, but that so you could bear the image of his son, that things could transform, that things could change, that people could come in contact with you, leave completely different when they came. But you bearing your image does nothing. Solomon did not ask for wisdom. It might have led to that, but ultimately what Solomon asked for is he said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm young. I don't know how to go in and out. Those were his words. I, I don't know how to go in and out. Please teach me, Yahweh, how to go in and how to go, come out. And the thing about the in and out lifestyle was that it wasn't just Solomon. Many anointed ones that were to follow someone who had been blessed by Yahweh asked this same question in the Bible. You can find it. You can find Joshua did it, Aaron did it. There's, there's people in the Bible that said, I need to know how to go in and out. And it was actually a, they saw it as almost like a war tactic. And what they would do is that they would go in before Yahweh, the leader, the king, whoever it might be, would go in before Yahweh in his temple. Who knows how long, but he would set himself apart from everything else disappear into the temple. And that was called going in. And when he came out, the people around him, everybody that was with him, believed that there is not a single battle they can't win. So they would raise these banners that had the name of Yahweh on it. 
they would put these banners up that said Yahweh, and that was the going out. And when they marched into battle, a lot of times the other armies would flee because they knew they had a king that knew how to go in. There's a lot of people that can fight a battle, and I've just been reminded of that in and out lifestyle, that him drawing us near, which I feel so much this day. I feel so much of this holiness. I feel so much of this set apart of a people being different, looking different, being excellent. We used to talk about those things all the time. And in the natural, yes, but by the spirit. I don't want to hear your opinion if it didn't come from a place called holy. We don't need another opinion about anything that didn't come from a holy set apart heart. And I just feel the commission, I feel the call that every time we come in here for a time, maybe this is the last time, but I'm going to keep bringing this up. And I'm not checking up on you, so if you have some, you know, political statement out there right now, go ahead and delete it so no one else knows. (laughs) Zach, why are you reaching for your phone? I'm just saying, I, what, I, what I'm saying is that we, we can either be different or we can be like everybody else. And you, you are not, Yeshua did not stand on, this was my, here's my political party. This is what's right and this is what's right. He taught people about the kingdom. He lived the life of the kingdom. He, bear, he bore the image of his father. And he did that by getting away. He lived in and out as well. He got in with his father. He was away. He was by the lake. He was up on the mountain. He was away from his disciples. He got on the boat. He had three years only. But still he was escaping. And I just feel so much. This is not a little thing. You got to understand the weight of this. The reason I start this with you were designed for this day. You were designed for this day. The only way that that design is going to actually manifest and the sons of Yahweh are going to be revealed is that we understand the basics of going in before him, that we give ourselves to hearing and obeying his word. Stop being moved and swayed and double-minded of, is this coronavirus real or is it fake? That's a political thing. That's not a health thing. That's a political thing. That's a media thing. That's a you open these eye gates to that thing. You do not have to live in fear. And your wisdom is not going to come by you researching that. That's not how wisdom comes. In fact, one of my favorite psalms says this. Even in my mother's womb, you desired faithfulness. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Oh, man. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Even in the mother's womb, Yahweh asked us to be set apart, to be faithful. And you can do this. Apostle Ball used to talk about this, and I have kids, so I can do If you get with, a, with an infant... And you start to pray in the spirit. And this seems weird. I'm telling you, I did it with my daughter the other day. Pray in the spirit in that little face. They will lock in on you. 
and I and I and I I've I've, I've we've gone here before, but I'm I'm feeling again this this shushing. This shushing, this pot. If you know what, if we get taken, if there might be this another wave of shutdowns, so be it. I will not be moved. You should not be moved. Don't get frustrated. Don't get mad. Don't worry about your business. Don't worry about this house. Don't worry about anything. What the enemy meant for evil, Yahweh will turn and use it for good. And if you believe that, get in your secret place. Make sure that his presence rests in your home more than it rests in this place. Make sure his presence is in your car more than it is anywhere else. Get alone with him. Don't let this be church. Let this be life and life more abundantly. What I'm starting to see is I've set myself apart wholly unto him. Using his righteousness, his joy starts to rise up within me. I'm not as frustrated as I was yesterday. But I had to make the choice to close my eye gates to things that do not prosper me. I was not designed for this day to be of this day. I was designed for this day to be different. And if I'm going to be different, I can't look at the same thing that everybody else is looking at. I can't say the same things that everybody else is saying. Come on, man. It's not because you live morally, though that's good. But you go to one culture, this is moral. You go to another culture, that's not moral. That's disrespectful. This is right. That's not right. And a lot of what we call righteousness is just a cultural opinion. And he is trying to show us a new way, a different path. I'm happy this morning, even if I don't seem like it. I really am. <laughs> I really am. You know, I, I have written down here as a note is <laughs> what challenges me is one of the most basic things as a son. If you want to talk, man, this should challenge you. And it is as basic beans as it comes. Matthew five forty three. If if Listen, if the aim is to be a son and a daughter... I think we all agree that that is the aim, that we walk as sons and daughters on this planet. It's what we're called to do, bear the image of Christ. I believe that is what we all would say we believe. If not, then we believe differently. Uh, but if, that is, if that's what's true, then one of the most basic things in Matthew 5.43 is that says to love those who hate you. And to pray for the very ones that persecute you. So if you have an opinion about a political leader, about a person, about anything else that you have not prayed for, you are out of order. You are not walking the same way that the Bible itself teaches us. Not in Old Testament, in the New Testament. In Matthew If you are not, if you get, I'm telling you, it's, again, 
I, I believe Yahweh is bringing the simplicity of the kingdom back to our hearts. That's why he founded this thing on the one thing have I desired. Stop. You could get out here and you could learn about this. You could get out here and learn about this. You can have this revelation about this. There's a lot of people that are deeper than me in knowledge, but I'm telling you, he put me here to remind us of the simplicity of the kingdom first and foremost. One thing have I desired of the Lord. That will I seek that I might, that I might live my entire life in the presence face-to-face with him. Face-to-face does not literally just mean us right here. That word means the presence of Yahweh. And he desires us to live in a place like that. He desires for us to live in a place called holy. He desires us to live in a place where we know how to separate ourselves from the chaos and circumstances of this world. If that's not true, then Yeshua wasn't doing what he was called to do. He failed the whole thing and failed the world. And I do not believe that. I don't think you believe that. He came to show us what we were designed to do, how we were designed to walk. How the earth and people, diseases, culture was supposed to respond to us. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We are not to be conformed to this world. We're actually, we are called to be conformed, but it's into the image of Christ, his nature. And we, we have to get, I'm telling you, if it's just this people, if we all came to the place where we said, I'm not going to go down that political fight again. I'm not doing it. I'm not going down another news outlet, media source Facebook, Instagram, Apple News, whatever you want to go through. If you lose a taste for that, there are going to be things that start to change and manifest in your life. And the earth and the people around it and how this thing, see, we were designed a certain way. This earth was designed a certain way and we were designed by the same creator. And it's going to start to respond in synchronicity that we're going to start to put off a frequency that looks and sounds and feels just like Christ. And you know what the best part of it is? You're going to get wisdom. You're going to get happiness. And you're going to get joy, unspeakable, full of glory. But there is this feeling of, uh, what if I don't know everything going on? And what if people don't know who I support? Well, I hope you don't think that I support Donald Trump. And I hope that you don't think that I support Joe Biden. And I hope you don't think that I support anybody. Because no, that ain't my battle. You got a different opinion about that? Fine, so does everybody else. But my What I feel Holy Spirit speaking to me today is that ain't my battle. No. It's like Superman going to a middle school wrestling match. Like, I don't, I do not need, I'm not of that. That's not for me. And even if that is for me, I'm not going to change anything by being of that. Being of this world, being of the kingdom changes that kingdom. You worry about the kingdoms of this world shaking Good. 
The kingdoms of this world were designed to become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. That's the point, man. Don't be scared because things are in turmoil and chaos. That's what we were put here for. That's what we were designed for. This speak to you or just makes you mad? Either one is a good thing today, I'm telling you. So just say yes and amen. Yes, sure does. But you just think about the, the, the in and out thing and, and the banner. What banner we, like this is just a visual for you, but it helps me. What banner are you carrying to battle? How many limbs have you lost? How many people have we lost? How many scars do we carry? And what kind of PTSD do we suffer from because we went into battle with our name and not his? Things that we didn't even have to fight. We weren't even supposed to fight the battle. Just bear the name. (laughs) Not even supposed to go into battle. Just bear the name of Yahweh. Not by what you say, but who you are. Who we are. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you, and he will lead you in every decision that you make. This is the Passion Translation. I've been telling you all, read 3, 5. Proverbs 3, 5 through 10. Just, just keep, I've been reading this literally just about every day. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. Don't it, Trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. That's the same scripture. This is just a Passion Translation's version of it. But trust in the Lord. Lean not on your own understanding, the things that you can see, the things that you can hear, the things that you might be right in. In every bit of your life, acknowledge him. The other day we got tables for the ark and we're walking out and I was like, those things fit perfect. And Eva was, Eva was like, see, it seems like Holy Spirit just guided us in it. And I was like, Eva. She was joking, but then after I rolled my eyes, I, was, I just heard, in all, in all your ways, acknowledge me. That's simple. But do we? I, I don't care if you think it's cupcake message, if it's a cupcake message, if this is something you've heard. Do you live it? Do I live it? Do we live it? In every single thing that I do, do I acknowledge his presence and his hand working in my life? Whether, whether it's a new client, a new patient, a new person, or a lost one. In all my ways, I acknowledge him. In everything that I do, I give glory unto him. And I thank him because he is the author and perfecter of my faith. And he guides me in this whole thing. Holy Spirit is the only truth I need to know. So let's keep listening to this. Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. And he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. You have the choice is what I'm getting. You have a choice. You really, really do. In all of your ways, you can acknowledge him 
or you can try that in some of my ways, but the kingdom is all or nothing. So you're going to live in frustration. Intimacy with him. It, just, it, it almost has become used so much that we, again, let that phrase become a hometown phrase. We, we let presence become a hometown. Prayer. Stir those things back up again. Intimacy with Yahweh. Get, when you're driving, like this is simple stuff, and I know you hear this all the time, but I'm, just listen to me today. I feel this. When you're in your car, don't be playing some news thing right now. Not today. Don't do that to yourself. You're acknowledging a world that you're of. Acknowledge him. It's not going to feel good in the very beginning. It's not going to feel good to set yourself apart. It's going to feel like nothing took place. Nothing happened. But you press into that presence. You, you keep drawing near. And I promise you, things are going to start to change in our lives. In this house, in this people, in your life, things are going to change. Because of no other reason except that is how he designed it. And you've been lied to to believe that that's not how things work. That your knowledge is what keeps you safe. That your knowledge is what made you that money, that business. That's not truth. Even in your mother's womb, you desired faithfulness. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all, for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. Guess what? There's a lot of things wrong in this world, and you aren't the answer. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. And if you are activating you, and you are the banner, and it is you, 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 You will carry a sword and a tool from a yesterday that isn't even effective at all today except for making you miserable. I, the most, mo, men, the most masculine, powerful, amazing thing we can do as men in this house is to be the most intimate, set apart, tender, joined to, of, surrendered, man to the father to the point that it makes our wives go what happened to you and how do I get what you've got it's a hard thing for men to be tender sometimes you got to have your opinion so that you can lead this family honey throw the trump flag out now they need to know Neighborhood needs to know. If you like Trump, that's fine. I'm not, but man, it's so much greater. It is so much greater. What about, man, like I said today, my kids need to see you on fire. I make them come sit up here with me. And right now, I don't know what's happened. Might be a time of life, but parents, let's talk about this real quick. Maybe we need to have another meeting. Why aren't our kids up here? Why don't we just come up here together as parents and put our kids up here? 
I don't know. Maybe that's not the answer. Maybe that's forcing it. I don't know, but I want our kids to be on fire for you. I want our kids, I want my kids, whether they're sitting there watching Paw Patrol or they're looking at their daddy, I want them to know a world where their daddy has his hands raised and where tears stream from his face and that he is not of this world, but of another one. I don't want them to hear my political statements and my political views and my religious statements and my religious views. I want them to know that they had a dad that was on fire for the real man, the real father, Yahweh, Abba, God Almighty. Let that sustain them because the kingdoms of this world will crumble. But he won't. He won't. Man, this is not what I was going to talk about, but I'm glad I am. Then you will find healing. You will find the healing refreshment. Let's go back. Let's start at 7. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. That's freedom. That's freedom. That's freedom. You do not have to know it all, man. Like, I don't understand 70% of this stuff, man. I just, I, I, I just, I feel Holy Spirit speaking things. He's the teacher up here. Seven, don't think for a moment that you know it all for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for your body and your spirit like there are some you know how like you can get with uh therapists and they apparently they speak to you i'm not saying i can do i don't have a therapist okay you might think i need one i don't have one but, but from what I hear, they, they, they're able to draw some things out of you that you didn't even know you needed, to articulate some things that you didn't know you needed. And sometimes like when Henry comes up here and he's like, you know, you need to repent, you, you know, repent. And they're like, I don't, I'm not a sinner, like, I'm, I'm fine. But if you've subjected your heart and eye gates and ear gates and everything else to this world, yes, you need to change the way that you think. You need forgiveness and and ask for him to enter you in a way that you've never had and walk with you in a way that you've never seen him walk with you and change the way that you think and live. We need that. And, And this thing about like, then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. So many times we're operating out of alignment. Something's irritating us, not that bad, not enough to kill us, but it's not perfect. It's not complete. So, so we're just operating a, just a degree out of alignment. And that's not, that's not going to change anything. He needs it all in alignment. He needs you complete. He needs you whole. Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. As I've come into this place, if I start to walk into this place, I, there are t- doesn't mean I walk perfectly and does not mean I, I'm not in anxiety a lot. But I do know that when I do step away and start to separate myself, it's not like it used to be. And Yahweh is completely changing something within, within me. My structure, the way my mind and body react to things. It's different, different, miraculous. Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. Glorify God with all of your wealth, honoring him with your very best. With every increase that comes to you. And this doesn't just mean money, though it does mean money. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Remember, 
If there's increase in your life, honor him with that. And, and coming to the wealth thing, I'm going to tell you something we're not doing this year because I don't feel led to do it. But we're not having a first fruits. Because it's something that I, if we had something that Yahweh said, hey, this is what we need to do first fruits for. But every time you come up should be your first fruits with your money. And every single time that you raise your hand should be your first fruits. And if you are constantly operating off of a system and off of a, you know, a, a law, then it's not your first fruits. You're just doing, I could tell you, hey, we're having first fruits and you are so faithful, I promise you. I mean, y'all, we, when we did this thing that we thought we were supposed to do for the, uh, or we know we we're supposed to do for the playground out here, which is awesome. And it was a time called to it. We called it first fruits. So it really wasn't, it was something different, honestly. But we called it first fruits and we received first fruits. Y'all gave so much. So, I did not think we'd be able to do that. And we were able to do an amazing playground for the kids. And that was purpose. That was Holy Spirit led. But if it's not, then I don't want to just have something to have something. But in all of your ways, acknowledge, do not go down the road, the dangerous road of believing, well, that's law. No, that's honor. No, no, no. It's not law to give your tithe and to give an offering. It's actually law to just give your tithe and give what you've always given. We've got to give more out of ourselves. And I, I live by this too. Don't think that I'm up here and you know, I don't know why I say these things, but you, I'm not, I don't have any, there's, there's not a need right now. In this. There is needs, but not a big need in this house. I'm saying this because I want this people to walk up rightly and to honor the things Yahweh put in our lives. And it says, glorify God with all of your wealth. That doesn't say 10%. It says in all of your wealth. So if you're going to buy yourself a boat, glory, hallelujah, that's awesome. But acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge the, the glory that's on that. We were designed to prosper. We're not supposed to be some people that ha, don't have a dime in our pocket and can't give to anybody. We're designed to know that that wealth is his and it's supposed to transfer out of the hands of the wicked into the righteous. And that if we're righteous, it doesn't mean we can't have things, but honor him in everything that we do. In 100% of your wealth, if he says, give of your bread, give of your bread. Stop trying to hoard, Give and it will be given unto you. That's how the kingdom operates. Glorify God with all of your wealth, honoring him with your very best, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. I've started to develop this habit of believing everything that's in this book. Because I read it, and then he makes it alive in me. It's not just words on a page to me. This, this right here, throw away every single news thing that you have, every belief, every opinion you have. And I'm telling you, read this. Read, <laughs> read Proverbs 3, 5. 
in the Passion Translation. You can read it in the New King. I don't care. It all kind of has the same premise. I just love how it sounds right here. And mirror your life after this. Watch what changes. I have so much to say on waiting. And I want to talk. I've been wanting to talk for the past four weeks about Lazarus and Mary and Martha and some amazing, amazing things that Yahweh's talking to me about waiting and what that actually means. But I'm going to have to wait on that. I had no intention of, I wrote, I read, I, I wrote Proverbs 3, 5 down right before I walked in here. I was not going to speak out of that, but, I, but because that should just be a, a signal and a sign to you that that is what Holy Spirit is speaking today. It is to me, so I've read it a million times. Guess what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go back and I'm going to read it, and I'm going to read it some more throughout this week, and I want to mirror my life out of a Proverbs 3, 5 through 10 lifestyle. It's an in lifestyle. There's a lot of go in the kingdom, but there's so much more important is when he calls us to come unto him. The, the go means nothing if you're not, so many people out there trying to fix the world, but never will fix this world. So many pastors today are up there in front of people, miserable and telling people how to live a life full of joy. And I can clearly, unabandonedly say that within me, no matter if there's circumstances around me, I am full of joy and I'm full of his goodness and I'm full of the knowing that he is Abba and Eva and I walk in that and we don't do everything perfectly. But that is the core of who we are. And I'm not talking about a world I don't live in. But we are all designed to live in that. And we will change the atmosphere around us if we fix this atmosphere within us. If we fix, fix this atmosphere, this apath I'm not saying everybody, but if we fix this apathetic, just coming to church thing, if we do that and not, not listen, I, I've thought about, oh, how do we get people more engaged with stuff? Like, should we change up the music? Should we, you know, I love how we always, whenever Apostle or anybody else ever feels like they need to change things up, instead of doing worship in the beginning, we're going to do preaching in the beginning. And that'll really mess everybody up. <laughs> the thing that needs to change is you and me. It, it, we need to understand the, the, the weight and the power in this and coming together and posture our hearts. Before we walk into this tent, we need to posture our hearts to receive and understand. And if nothing happens, I'm sorry, no, something happened. It's impossible to pray and nothing happened. It's impossible for you to walk into this atmosphere and you not at least get more rooted. It's impossible for you to walk in here and not at least receive some healing. I saw a vision of this this morning. I want y'all to stand, musicians, if you could come back up here. Someone go ahead and just, let's get, the, let's get the kiddos out. Eva, I need you to bring Frank up here too. There, there are three areas that I feel like uh, Holy Spirit spoke to me before I came in whenever I was praying this morning that I that I think that people have a need for, that I think there's a grace here today to be delivered from, healed in, and, uh, and, and I want to make that available. I want to do it in a unique, a unique way because I feel like this is how he showed it to me this morning. So I don't know how this is going to go at all. I don't. And musicians hear this. If you feel any of this and you need to do this, then you step away from your instrument. That's not... That's, I want you to play, but that's not as important. Um, 
I, I, I saw Yahweh, my son knows how to pray better than anybody I've ever, he taught me how to pray. He's got a heart of thanksgiving. If you ever give Frank something, it's like you gave him like the greatest thing you could ever give him. He just has a heart of thankful, thankfulness that he and his mother, he, me and his mother don't even, we never taught that to him. That's, that's straight from Amen. the kingdom. That's straight from the throne room. He was designed that way. And, and I believe that Yahweh showed me this morning that there's something, a grace that he carries this morning for healing. From that thankfulness, I believe that Yahweh's putting a grace on that little boy for healing for people. And I don't know, I might have to hold him. I ha- he, he does not like being in front of people, so this is, this is weird for him. But this is how I see it. Y'all remember when we did what I think they call like a fire tunnel or something like that, where we all came together and arced. And I wanna, what I want to do, just listen to me clearly, because this is, this is not, I wouldn't normally do this, but this is just what I hear this morning, what I see, visually I see, is I want someone to bring me, uh, where's, where's some anointing oil? Okay, JoJo's going to get that. What's up, Leo Mixtio? Hey, Frankie, come up here with me, buddy, real quick. Doesn't he look cute? Look at his haircut. Good job, Dad. Someone, could y'all move this for me real quick? You can leave this here. All right. So what I want to do, stand up here real quick with me. So what I want to do is if you have, if you have a need, one would be anxiety. If you, if you feel like you are anxious, that you feel a little unsettled in this day, you just don't know whether that be in your business, whatever it might be, whatever that might be, if you feel unsettled this morning, I believe that there's deliverance for that. And so I'm gonna, when I, when I, when I, when I get through all these things, eventually I'm gonna have you come up here and then I want everybody here to just come towards the middle, leave this aisle right here open and I just want y'all to arc, meaning put your hands up and let's create a tunnel that I believe that the unity in this house and what he's done this morning and talking about excellence and everything else, this is not just about Frank. It's not just about me. We don't just have this anointing that we're going to miraculously heal, but as a body and how he's joined us together, he's created, his presence in this is, is here. And he's created a family and a tribe that can intercede for you and come together. I believe this is a picture of the kingdom. But what I want to do is I want Frank and me to anoint your head and then I want you to walk through and after you walk through you're free go 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 on but I would I'd wait till everybody gets through um but Morris could you grab my my yellow notepad because I want to make sure I have every single one so one is for anxiety the other thing is for healing literal healing specifically for healing that you have had you've had an issue with for a long time and you've asked for prayer and things have not changed specifically for that. But if you have a need in your body, whether it's just a sore throat, you weren't supposed to be here, but you don't have to tell anybody, whatever it might be, I want you to come for healing. And then the final thing is financially. We might not have a tunnel after this. If there is, and I don't mean like you just want more money. I mean, if there's, there's a financial burden, there is something that you do not know how you're going to get through. I believe there's deliverance today. Hang on just a second, buddy. (laughs) Deliverance this morning for that. So if you have any of those things at all, 
I do not want you to let this moment pass. I want you to come up here and get in the line. And then everybody else that's not coming up here, go ahead and move to the middle and arc. Put your arms up as people walk through. If, you're, if you need healing, come over this side. If you need financial breakthrough, anxiety, anything that you need over here, whatever's left, y'all make the arc. Make sure you scoot over here so we don't have any confusion of who's in the, in the middle. Hang on a second, buddy. Let me tell you this morning, if, if you walk through that, if you do not, I want you to know this. When you walk through that, understand this truth, truth, not fake reality. I'm talking about the truth of the kingdom. It was impossible, 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 impossible for you to walk through what you walk through today. Look me in my eyes. It is impossible, impossible, impossible for you to walk through what you walk through and something did not take place. It might not be the whole, but it was a spark. It was the impetus through to, to get to not healing, but wholeness, wholeness, complete, complete healing, complete breakthrough. This ain't kingdom talk. This ain't just kingdom talk or church talk. This is the reality and the truth of what the kingdom holds within it. And you just walked through the first, the first fruits of breakthrough in this house. Know it today. Know it. Mom, feel that hip get a little bit better every single day. Watch that bank account shift and change. Watch your business, though. It might get shut down. It's never going to be shut down if he don't want it shut down. And you operate out of the kingdom and the glory and the goodness of a good, good, good father who has this whole thing in his hand. He knows the hairs on your head. He cares more than you ever could. And there is change. There is breakthrough. There is a difference in this house today. You were here for a purpose. You were designed for a day. That day is today. We owe it to the world. We owe it to the Son of God, Yeshua, to walk in the fullness and the completeness of who He is in our lives. Amen. I bless you today. I declare as you have come in today, you're going out with a greater presence than you've ever had in your life. But there's at least another degree of breakthrough in your life. And it is the impetus. You're going to start every single day. Wake up and know. Wake up and know something's changed. Something's different. Amen? Amen. I love you guys. Be blessed. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org. 